I think arguably one, one, one of the few massive tendencies in Nigeria who correctly forred events. Yeah. That is just the truth. Yeah. Those who oppose us on the left have now called me. I'm, I'm attending marathons. You can see interviews, discussions, meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened on the 25th of February, and Nigerian left has not yet could not understand it. So today we're joined once again by um, a returning, you could even say victorious champion of the podcast, comrade um, and barrister Ayo Ademilui. Um, who, as long-time listeners will know, um, is a public interest and radical lawyer based in a TOSA local government in Lagos, where he contested for to be the flag bearer of the Labour Party and um, where Labour Party actually won um, the House of Representatives seat for TOSA. So, Comrade Ayo, thank you for joining us, and I suppose congratulations are in order. Thank you so much, uh, comrades. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here once again. Yeah. Uh, okay, our perspective is uh, is one deserving of that victory. Right. As we said in our earlier episode, uh, events have confirmed us to be correct. Right. And uh, that is the value of Marxism. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about those events and mm. victory. So, I mean, last we spoke, you were mm. in the midst of fighting to take back your ticket because the understanding you gave us was that you actually won the primaries to be mm. the House of Representative flag bearer for the Labour Party in Etiosa, mm. but that the National Labour Party leadership was attempting to hand that ticket to somebody else who had not competed in the primaries. Um, you know, who had basically catapulted in with some money in effect. Um, yeah. I know that some of this is in the courts, and so maybe some specifics might not be available to us, but um, in broad strokes, where are we now? The election has been held. Um, the Labour Party won um, that seat and did better than expected nationally, and we'll come to the national question later. Um, but just okay. focusing on the Atiosa question, where is the matter yeah. now? Thank you so much. Uh, as you will recollect, at the time uh, we did a podcast on this issue, we were battling to get onto the ballot. Mm -hmm. uh, we were having an action in court at that time against the Labour Party itself and INEC. Mm -hmm. Now, as this as now, election has been held on the 25th of February 2023. Our uh, analysts have found correct as constituents of it was a federal constituency. Uh, vote came out massively, and despite intimidation and harassment by talks of uh, of the All Progressive Congress, appropriately, uh, uh, they, they voted against Lekki massacre, against all the injustices in uh, in the constituency, mm -hmm. uh, the Lekki pulling, the SRS killings, a whole whatnot that the, the APC represented. Now, be that it may, INEC declared uh, a purported uh, candidate. I call mm -hmm. it purported because it's actually not the candidate. As you recollect, at that time, uh, I emerged as uh, the valid, uh, the, uh, the bona fide candidate 
from the valid primaries that was aired on the 27th of May, 2022. Mm. Uh, and uh, that is valid because that is the time, May is the time specified under the electoral calendar for, for primaries. Yeah. Now, I declared one at our, at our Tadios Ashif as the winner of that election on the 25th of February, 2023. Right. But who is, the question is that who is Ashif? As at the time I spoke last on this podcast, we never even knew that kind of entity existed mm. until we scooted the matter up to judgment before justice and okay. And then, then the judge now told us that ah, there is another set of people who have a suit uh, by the name <laughs> Labour Party and, and, and others. Mm-hmm. That you people came on the Labour Party because what happened was that National Legal Advice of Labour Party reached out to us, offered an olive branch, we withdrew the matter against the Labour Party, and then we now sued. You know, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I, mm-hmm. I received this mandate to sue on behalf of the party and my fellow candidates against INEC, that we should have mm-hmm. a united front against INEC. Mm-hmm. So, and we did, lo and behold, on the day of judgment of that matter, they now, they brought, uh, the court brought to our notice another set of candidates, of purported candidates. And uh, it was there and there we now saw the list of uh, uh, these purported candidates who claimed to be substitution candidates. Mm. And among them, Ata Ashif uh, Tadios. Now, I thought, in fact, left to me, I never even knew that uh, he was someone I knew. They came, he was part of the people that came to the party in June. Mm. That we, we hosted at Piccadilly Hotel, Aja. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party. Remember, that was when the influx of obedience came mm. into the party. And if you recollect that, we, we analyzed who the, the class composition of the obedience, yeah. that they are religious obedience, who are drawn uh, away from the Muslim bigotry of the APC regime. The class conscious obedience, those who are totally appalled with the APC and the PDP, and then of course the ethnic uh, obedience. Mm-hmm. So it was part of the wave of elements who came to the party in June. He was not even a member of the party at mm-hmm. that time. We are even trying to put in structures and all those things at that time. So how can somebody like that now become a candidate? You we have to be six months, you have to be a member of the Labour Party six months earlier right. before you can run for a family. We have been the Labour Party since 2021 when mm. we we prosecuted the matter against a Lagos State Electoral Commission on the matter of when they excluded totally the Labour Party from the electoral ballot. Mm. Now, as it may, they are claiming to be substitution candidates. But for you to substitute under the electoral act, you must substitute a valid candidate. At least somebody has already imagined me. I want to substitute him in August or June or July, as the case may be. That person must have either have died. Mm. Or voluntarily withdrawn. As I speak to you, I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. I, I am still going to live more years after centuries. Yes. To, to we hope class. so. Now, two is that I have not voluntarily withdrawn. So, mm. what particulars? I mean, is uh, this Mr. Tadios Atashi claims to be a social mm. And then, of course, being supported by the Labour Party, Burukwesi, who is afraid, afraid of us because they know exactly who we are. We are the left tendency within the party. They know exactly that we are a threat to their uh, to their money bar politics in the party. Now, yeah. what happened was that they went to the federal court, Abuja. They lost. They tried to seek the same order we are seeking for. Of course, the court said they didn't reveal the details of who and who they are substituting. Then they never went to the court of appeal in Abuja. You don't know how they did it. They got judgment in their favor 
at that place on the basis of consent of her because the court is also not an angel. The mm. court is a human being. Of it's what is clear for the court that the court will adjudicate on mm. the basis of the evidence and the fact that Labour Party leadership assented to that list. They have no choice uh, but to give their judgment. But is it the case that follow up question? Is it the case that the Labour Party national leadership can just forward any name, mm. even the name of a dog or of a dog or of yeah, a and a supposed party. democratic party, which is supposed I, to I, be I, trying I, to change the way that I, things are done in the favor of the rule of law, right? Thank you so much. Now the I, the, the electoral has says only forward valid candidates in time. So, mm -hmm. as far as the eyes of the law is concerned, Mr. Stardust Satashi is a purported <laughs> We are now back in court because it's never over, but it is over. We have about two, three days to the election. There were flesh appeals at the level of Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Then we also went to Supreme Court to set aside that court of judge because Supreme Court felt we should withdraw it and it was struck out. But mm -hmm. there were three, three valid appeals. And the doctrine, the British jurisprudential doctrine of lease pendants which they borrowed from the Romans is that once a matter is before the courts, it should be it should, there should be no action taken on it yeah. until uh, until it is adjudicated. <laughs> now came 25th of February, people voted massively for the Labour Party. Mm -hmm. The mandate is for the party. I never ought not to have declared after yeah. as, as, yeah. as yeah. Which, pending the determination of those appeals. Mm -hmm. Now there is also a valid and consistent action at the federal high courts in Lagos here, wherein. I, I maintained an action against the Labour Party and INEC. So it's for the court to determine. With those overwhelming cases, INEC ought not to have declared what well, he has been declared now. He has been given a certificate of return. Is that the end of the struggle? The answer is no. Mm -hmm. uh, as on the 22nd mm -hmm. of March, I was before Honorable Justice, uh, 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 Honorable Justice uh, Lifu of Federal High Court, led by my, by my counsel, Mr. Uh, Nation of Bulano. And then the court, of course, Labour Party cancel came, cancel the Labour Party came. And uh, one Mr. Abbas Ibrahim, he was just raising a lot of rabble-rousing uh, about uh, what happened, about all the cases that we have gone through. But this one now is, is talking about the question of the distinction between the fresh case now and the other cases is that it is the question of declaration of who the candidate is. That mm -hmm. I am the candidate, and I neck in the account of it, it has also not denied that there was a primary of 27th of May. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have not said that his electoral officer was not there on that day. Yeah. So the battle line is now drawn. And this battle line that is drawn, we have already taken our, our we have already accepted our mandates. We have opened our constituency office right here in uh, a of federal constituency. The fact is that the mandate is bigger than an individual. Is the mandate of the <laughs> movement is the mandate of the anti-lecitony movement, the movement for justice, because the white paper of the of uh, the government of Lagos State after the panel report is that the NSAS element should approach the federal government of Nigeria mm -hmm. to obtain justice. And the federal government of Nigeria is divided into three organs: the executive, yeah. the legislature, and judiciary. Of course, the only forum we can approach is the National Assembly. And since we have opened up constituency offices both in Lagos and uh, in Nathios and then an Abuja office. We have been intervening in a number of issues because it's a place that mandate is to intervene decisively mm -hmm. in the in the issues that borders on the working class and the poor. Mm. We have uh, written an open letter to the president of the General Labor Congress to demand this intervention, despite the matter being in court. Yeah. Uh -huh. We, we felt that Labor movement 
is rule. Don't forget that day before yesterday, uh, or yesterday was meant to be the nationwide picketing of CBN, CBN offices yeah. by the by the Nigerian Labour Congress and the change. We wrote an open letter to the Nigerian Labour Congress president that, as far as I'm concerned, as a left-leaning member of House of Representatives elect, because I have I have I have I have claimed my victory at the polls. Yeah. I am I am a MHR that will be on a minimum wage of an average worker. Mm. And that I'm going to join the picket line uh, yesterday. If not because it was suspended, I was yeah. already prepared to join the picket line. That kind of left politicking is completely unknown Absolutely. and strange. Quite unprecedented in Nigeria. Well, you know, in fact, all... I, I think yeah. that's the direction to interrupt you, but I think that's the direction we want to go next in the conversation in terms of the future of the left in the Labour Party and beyond the Labour Party. But before we do that, just mm. to quickly summarize on the point about your candidacy. So for those who want to support or follow the development of the legal case, what should they pay attention to? So there's there's now the case in Lagos. Is that is that should that yes. be the focal point of attention? Is the case in Lagos? Okay. At the fact that the next adjourned date is the seventh of April. Yes. I see. Okay. It's next adjourned. Okay. And then you you have you have social media pages for the for your yes. for your house office. Yes. Yes. We have. Uh, you can check out on Facebook. Comment Ayodimili on Facebook. Then on Twitter. So on Twitter. Comment Ayodimili. Then uh, on Instagram, equally, uh, you can search them out on uh, all those handles. You can follow us uh, effectively. Where we want to go next in the conversation is around yes. the future of the left and the Labour Party and the left movement and the Labour Party more generally, which you've already, I mean, you yourself represent partially. I think you've given us a good picture of you know, your own position within the Labour Party at the moment. So to zoom out slightly, right, we want to understand the nature of or the situation of the left more broadly in the party. Um, the emergence of the OB candidacy and the, and the way that Labour was propelled to kind of national scale in the campaign created a lot of conversations and some division within the left in Nigeria. Um, there were a bunch of organizations, individuals who took a position against entering the Labour Party. There were some organizations, individuals who did enter at different levels, some at the national level, some at the local level, in, in um, as is the case with you. How would you um, assess the nature of the left in the Labour Party at the moment? Do you feel like your faction, to put it, to put it in, in those terms, uh, have a future? within the party um, and if, from what direction do you feel like the left at the national level is participating or contributing in any way to the to the development of the party or do you feel like it's more about local struggles or um, should we think of it think of it differently so I just want to get a sense of your assessment of you know the state you, of and future of the left in the Labour Party thank you so much for these questions though they, they seem to have four legs <laughs> I will take it one I think the first part is that um, the disposition of the left to entrism into the Labour Party, mm. uh, that, that dates back to the early days of 2022, when for the first time in 20 years of existence, 
the labor bureaucracy. First of all, it's even the disposition of the labor bureaucracy. That's mm -hmm. the I'm talking about top leadership of the two labor centers, the Nigerian Labor Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Congress. For 20 years, these two labor center leadership played lip service to the question of uh, uh, building the party with which they, they registered with the hard-earned money of ordinary workers. But what now spoiled them, so to speak, uh, in 2022? It was not because they, they were interested in generally building the party. It was the intensity of the, of the class struggle. Mm. Don't forget that in 2020, the NSAS really brought the youth into the arena of politics. That's just the mm -hmm. truth. Mm -hmm. First time, lazy generation now has awakened and it has found its voice in the political arena. And it was looking for a political expression for that uh, anger. So in 2022, which was just a, the, 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 the heave of the 2023 elections, the Labour bureaucrats had no choice, as we have already foreseen in 2021, anyway, in our pre-election analysis, that the Labour bureaucrats had no choice than to do some window dressing mm -hmm. uh, with the Labour Party. It's not maybe they are really getting interested in building the party. And what do I say? So I'm just, just making a mere assertion. The Labour bureaucrats themselves did not even stand as candidates in the election. Mm -hmm. If any time, they, at, at all times, they stood in this 2023 election, they stood under the APC. So they are not people who really believe in building the party. Yeah. The, the only other approach they adopted was to open the doorway of the party to bourgeois elements who have lost out in the mainstream PDP and APC. Yeah. But let's, 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 uh, let's rewind to the period between February and May. February 2022, the, the NSC had a, a, major, uh, a major summit on the Labour Party for the first time in 20 years, I said. Then March to uh, uh, the TUC equally had a round table on the Labour Party. And they were really doing serious mobilization mm -hmm. of workers. But it is just exactly a year ago that the General Secretary of the TUC, uh, Mr. Musa Lawal La Ziggy, died in the Abuja Kaduna train crash mm. on the way to the Kaduna Zona Summit to go and mobilize workers in the Northwest into the Labour Party. So it shows you it was not because it was convenient for them. It was prayer, the enormous prayer, imagine within the political arena, eh, engineered first of all by the current of the answers, then secondly by the national question that was clearly posed by mm. the bigotry, by chauvinism and the irredentism of the Bwari regime that made this labor broadcast to throw the political road. And came May Day, May 1st, 2022, they made a grand declaration that workers should join the labor, the labor party. Mm -hmm. At that time, the official left was organized in the in what they call the People's Alternative Political Movement. Mm -hmm. That uh, that that left coalition, of course, maintained a very uh, if you ask me a very uh, self-definitive approach by declaring itself as the People's Alternative. How did you become the People's Alternative? Mm -hmm. Did you convert? The answer is no. Did you register a party? The answer is no. So, of course. They maintained a very big distance from what the labor brokers were doing. True. It was even the labor brokers themselves that were not that, that were not putting pressure on the left elements within the official left to come and join the party. They mm. to save the face, they joined the party. And equally, the, the, the liberal coalition, liberal coalition called the National Constitutive Front, also joined the party on that meeting. 
Mm. Uh, as for as us, who are the who are the revolutionary left, as I will put it, our own the our own blood left coalition, because we felt that the the so-called uh, left coalition project of T Pam was bound to crumble because of you know of the very very reconcilable tendencies in that coalition. Mm. Uh, our coalition called convergence for what makes Suzuku alternative Copa. I decided to intervene decisively in the Labour Party from May day two. So came May 2021, T spent only 21 days mm. within the Labour. They claimed that they, they were asking for the crown of the monarchy. They were asking just for just one thing, and that is the presidential ticket of the party. Mm. But then the, the Labour Party bureaucrats have already started selling nomination forms for presidency at the rate of 30 million naira. Mm. And six applicants have already uh, obtained that form. So, 36, they have already gathered 180 million. And they decided the left <laughs> should go and uh, pay 30 million. They said they can't pay 30 million. Mm. And yet they want the presidential ticket. And, and who, was the the candidate, who was the candidate of the left tendency at that point in time? I was trying to book a petition, online petition that FF should run. Mm. For the presidency, uh, presidency of uh, for the presidential ticket of uh, of uh, of uh, of, uh, of Labour Party, yeah. but of course, the question was that even if you didn't get the presidential ticket, there was a list that was circulated at that time of seven hundred seventy-four contacts of the NNC and TUC in all the local government of Nigeria, mm. with which the officials could have used to build uh, structures, routes mm. within the world level to the state level, to the local government level, to the national level. But you did not. After 21 days, they came to Lagos, they had the Lagos summit, and they drew the conclusion that they are leaving the Labour Party. Because mm. the, party, they can't, they can't, they are, the party is already... They just wrote of the party at that stage. But in our own sublime view, we felt it was too hasty to leave the Labour Party at that time. That was May 21st. Mm. Please note this day. We decided to zero our efforts in the ATOs of uh, constituency, mm-hmm. federal constituency, because we know that the two major currents that were driving the labor bureaucrats to build, to do some widow business within the party, will catalyze in our local area, mm-hmm. in Lekki here, in ATOs, which is the domiciliary of those two currents, the SS and the national question, to an extent. Fast forward to 2017, I stood as a candidate. Don't forget that I'm a co-chair of that broad-left coalition, our own broad-left coalition, which is called Kupa. And I want the primaries, which we are talking mm-hmm. about in the first part. Then, mm-hmm. on the 28th of May, just a day after my primaries, Mr. Peter Obi left the PDP uh, on that day. Then, three days later, the, 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 the National Convention of the Labour Party was now ahead mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, in uh, Asaba on June first. In fact, it was moved from Abuja from June third in Abuja to June first because mm. of Mr. Peter. Of course, all the other six uh, presidential aspirants stood down for Mr. Peter Obi, and that came the entry of Mr. Peter Obi into the party. As mm. far as we the revolutionary left in the party is concerned, Mr. Peter Obi is a bourgeois element. So that meant a break from the other bourgeois politicians in the country. Despite all the uh, we do, we the all the all the illusions around him and everything. He is a member of the ruling class. That's just the truth. 
and it was Cabra that said, tell no lies and claim no ACB. But at the same mm. time, the class character of Obi is different from the obedience as a collected. Mm -hmm. You have the ethnic people who think, you have what we call the ethnic obedience, who think that this is the last bus stop to a peaceful Igbo presidency. Mm -hmm. Before they join the ranks of uh, rural guerrilla warfare uh, behind IPO Bariesen to mm -hmm. slug it out against the Nigerian army to fight for independent uh, Biafra. Then, too, are the religious obedience, mm -hmm. the Orthodox, the, the Pentecostal, the Charismatics, and they said, there was the Jesus of the Bible that said, Oh, Peter, upon this rock. Upon this rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, statement. Yeah. And the man is very Peter. So that was how they endorse it. Then he thought that he class conscious and obedience. Mm. People are appalled by the PDP and the APC and who are looking as we have already foreseen. They've been looking for a, a, a political uh, way out of the miasma of capitalism. So the fact was that they uh, also killed behind people in the absence of the left playing that role. Mm. The mm -hmm. itself catalyzed, it was a catalyzation of all those currents, both the NSAS force and the National Question Force, which has its other partner in the Biafra section of the country. Yeah. Uh, uh, on that June 1st. Now, the question is that what was the role of the official left on, in that convention? I'm on record now, and I it's, it's all over the internet. So Mr. Fabio Fala, I mean, I bleed one of the leading figures in left movement, official left movement, was the cancer to the Nigerian Labour Congress, who yeah. withdrew all the cases in court with the Labour bureaucracy. They withdrew all the cases in court against the Labour Party bureaucrats. Don't forget, Labour Party bureaucrats themselves were being challenged by the Labour bureaucracy because mm -hmm. they didn't emerge from a valid neck. Yeah. That's another story for another day. Long and short, the role of the official level was to be the underwriter for the emergence of Peter Obi. That's mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm. That led to splits within the ranks of TPAM. The As we foresaw, we knew that there was going to be a major split in TPAM on Labour Party question. There were some elements within the within the TPAM, affiliates of that TPAM, that felt that they should, as left uh, organization, they should keep behind Peter Obi himself. Yeah. And, Included a tendency called socialist labor and uh, some other yeah. organizations. I don't remember their names now, about two or three. Ascap is another one. Yes, yes, yes. A huge chunk of that particular coalition, broad coalition, left the TPAM to go and work behind uh, the So even intervene decisively directly with the Labour Party. But unfortunately, they didn't have this independent working class approach. Of mm. separating the obedience from OB, they just keep behind, entered into, I mean, the 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 Obi Hallelujah Club and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it has me, as for us within COPA, we were confirmed correct because we felt that it was an opportunity for us to now raise this issue of working with the Labour Party but on an independent banner. Mm. You, you understand? Mm -hmm. So, on the, on the, uh, of course, we were in court back and forth and all that. But naturally, towards the end of the year, towards the end of the year, the the old saga of getting time to get on the ballot for back, we hosted the summit in Abuja and we invited all the tendencies of the left to mm. discuss the question of our attitude to the elections. And uh, I want to answer the, the, the third part of your question, which is the question of uh, what should not be the rule push of the left in the Labour Party? Yeah. So in December 2022, we had the summit in Abuja, and we 
the People's Redemption Party, which is an old left party, came to that summit. Mm-hmm. And we let it be that, look, the fact is that we need a multi-pronged approach to uh, the 2023 elections. There's no basis whatsoever upon which we we'll keep behind Peter V in mm-hmm. that election. But at the same time, we intervene where we have influence within the Labour Party mm-hmm. while building a coalition of left parties with the AAC, the African Action Congress, and the People's Redemption Party. Yeah. Don't forget that there was a standing alliance between the AAC and the PRP Vanguard because there was a split also. There's mm-hmm. a faction in the PRP that is a left faction. Mm-hmm. So this approach with which we worked on the presidential plane, we Copa stood with Omoyelo Shoure, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the tendency our our affiliate within Copa, which is the Socialist Equality Movement, was within the Labour uh, 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 Party. Right now, we, we we it was clear to us that at the presidential level, there was need for a less figure to compete that space with Mr. Peter Obi. Because mm-hmm. of course, there are overwhelming illusions around Mr. Peter Obi. He does not offer a socialist alternative. In fact, his, uh, his uh, manifesto was a much more neoliberal document. And even that of Mr. Bola Ahmed, you know, that's not yeah. the truth. Yeah. That's not to confuse their oh, personalities anything. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, an emergence of a Peter Obi as president would have further radicalized, uh, accentuated radicalization that we started in 2020. In mm-hmm. fact, we, we have to say, I want the emergence of Mr. Peter Obi. Mm. As president, mm-hmm. because all the branding will be settled once and for all. But back <laughs> to the issue of was that uh, with the emergence of um, of uh, now coming into play with the victory in Ethiopia and our battle for Ethiopia, where now for the Nigerian left mm-hmm. within the Labour Party and outside of the Labour Party. And let me now, let me throw in let me throw in one more component there. So the Labour Party has, based on the official results, lost at the national level and. Yes. Peter Obi has been encouraged to go to court on the one hand. On the other yes, hand, sir. some Labour Party candidates have emerged in local races. Of course, the most notable one is the governor, um, the governorial uh, candidate who won in Abia State. Um, mm-hmm. and there are now also House of Representative candidates, you know, a handful from um, mm-hmm. mostly southern parts of the country. So then the question before you, as you think about the future of the left, in the Labour Party is one in terms of your own race and you know tendency. Um, mm. How do you intend to navigate within a, a party of this sort? You know, in, in in this scenario. And two, for leftists in general, what should be their orientation towards these new Labour Party candidates? Should we expect them to be different from the uh, APC PDP candidates that have emerged? Should we focus more on trying to hold them accountable? You know, or should we, given the fact that in theory they, their their party represents labor, or should we see them as part and parcel of the wider political structure that has given us APC and PDP candidates nationwide? And so I just wanted to add that additional component as we think about the future of the left. Mr. Said, for those wonderful and brilliant questions, they are the questions of, of, our, of our movement. Mm. Now, number one is that. Uh, majority of those who have emerged that we doing some things of return on the platform of Labour Party from these elections are not uh, left-leaning elements. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. If a majority of them are people who are escapees from the PDP and the APC. Yeah. Mr. Alex Hott was a candidate of Afghan at the time, I think so, or mm-hmm. PDP. 
think so. So to think that maybe he's going to do something different from the other mainstream politicians <laughs> is just an illusion. The same thing goes for nearly all the other candidates that also won on the plan of the party or Senate and House of Reps. But does that, does that not mean that the left should not even strive at all to raise some very kicky issues within the party? The immediate task for the left within the mm. local party, as far as within our own, being specific now to our own uh, campaign in terms of trying to reclaim my bandits and all that, mm -hmm. is the fact that we, we see our, our current stand and struggle as a means of reaching out to the top leadership of labor movement mm. to come and play a decisive role within the party. I see that line that yesterday I wrote an open letter to to the president, the new president of the Jail Labor Congress. Yeah. And and said clearly that the labor movement should pay close attention to the monetization going on in the Labour Party. Mm -hmm. They are selling the fund for Emo now for 35 billion. It was a lot of you and cry. Even yeah. from Mr. Peter to even intervene for the visit to 15 million. Why? How can a elaborate worker afford 35 million? Of course, the party now is a jamboree. That mm -hmm. is the truth. It's mm -hmm. a big marketplace and all that, where you can come and collect, get forms at the highest price and all that. Yeah. Now, because it's, as we have already analyzed and as it is going, the Labour Party is on an on in that an, an unstoppable right-wing direction. That is mm. the truth. Mm. Left tendency within the party does have little uh, little um, area, mm -hmm. a very little opening, just with what happened now to, to, to maneuver. Now, the fact is that between now and June 2nd, um, by June 2nd, actually, there will be an inauguration of the National Assembly. Yeah. Uh, whether it be my case in court or not, the National Assembly will be inaugurated and uh, uh, the, uh, the purported winner may likely be sworn in mm. as of left. left. Uh, what will now be our disposition to that kind of development? The fact is that we we for, we forecasted our operational analysis that the Labour Party, by its uh, irreversible right wing uh, mobility and direction, mm. will be accommodated into a bourgeois coalition government of national unity, mm. either with uh, the Bola, the APC, as the case may be. Despite all the you and cry about uh, going to the tribunal after us is said and done, the fact is that the three major candidates represent the same thing fundamentally. They mm -hmm. will find the meeting, and there are already discussions along that direction. Yeah. Despite all the price. now that is why you will discover that a Mr. Peter Obi has been has been discouraging a lot of obedience of going on protests. Mm -hmm. If you go. On, their Twitter pages, you see that they are calling for revolution. But they, they know, the ruling class know that they need a united front now against the insurgency of the working class. Any mm. mass movement now, the question of election, to go into the question of economy, naira crunch, it will totally throw off uh, the entire balance sheets of the ruling class. They yeah. know this for sure. So, in fact, if there's a military intervention today in Nigerian political space, these elements will be coupled together to work with these military protocols. So, what should be our disposition? Quiet 
to be succinct, to be very, very succinct, our days are numbered within the Labour Party. Actually, mm. uh, the fact is that uh, the left, uh, our own tenders within the Labour Party <laughs> may, as events, as we assess events after events, the one dub is intervention within the Labour Party and definitely now take the road of opening up a new party that will be on socialism and equality to continue to combat a right-wing Labour Party which have entered into a bourgeois coalition government. Because that's the mm. road definitely this kind of Labour Party is going. It's going mm. to enter into a coalition government with the, with the other mainstream capitalist politicians and run government with them. As for those who are elected on this party, if they, of course, Mr. Julius Abure, the national chairman, was saying that they, they won't defect. He's just, he's just joking. The fact is that many of them are going to defect back to the PDP right. and Labour Party. They don't have any uh, living structures. Yeah. It's just a machine. And the, the election fever is already dosing, is already going off True. and off. The only thing that is left for us now, the limited period we have, is to, is to show a striker example, it was Leon Trotsky that said where tradition is lacking. The striker example is necessary. You, uh, the NSC was meant to organize a, a, what do you call it, a nationwide picketing of CBN offices yesterday. As the member of House of Rest elect in the of federal constituency, I wrote the NSC president that I will join the picket line. Yeah. That kind of left politicking you see with Jeremy Corbyn, that you, you read off in the books and we see in the newspapers in Europe yeah. and America. Know in Nigeria. So a lot of media houses were calling for it. Are you going to join a picket line? I said, yes, I'm going to join a picket line. What they suspended the, the picket. Yeah. But yeah. if there's any as the member of House of Representatives elects of a federal constituency, I will join that picket line. Let me, we let need, me yeah. We need MP, House on the socialist program in this country. Absolutely. Voice on the left and the labor movement. Well, I mean, before we conclude, I think that's an interesting note to, to end on, the note that reflects on the wider future of the left even beyond this election. But before then, I mean, I think that there will be some critical listeners who want to pose at least a couple more questions to you. Um, I think one, one, one critical perspective might ask you, look, for the Labour Party to win in Etiosa, Peter will be hard to be on the ballot. So in a way, you know, they might say that, look, the victory that you're, the mandate that you're fighting for, Peter Obi was necessary to having that mandate delivered to you. So do you do you sense a sort of tension and irony there? And if so, how do you respond to that? The possibility that, in fact, without the Peter Obi candidacy at the national level, that mandate would not have been secured. Thank you so much for that question. Um, that question, the, of course, anybody can say, ah, it's will be that wave. Mm -hmm. That really really the party. Because I say both Labour, LUP, top from bottom, of course. Exactly. I isolate that. But as we have analyzed in this interview, the subcurrents that is even driving the Obidati wave mm -hmm. is most of the NSAS wave and the national question wave. That mm -hmm. is why you saw the phobia that took place in Lagos State. It is not something that happened from the blues. Yeah. It was a wave that was already running, that was already running around. From 2020, 2021, mm -hmm. don't forget that there was a disorganization now agitation by Sunday go 
Why is it that there is no agitation in that direction? Yeah, so it's because Bola presidency is not there. So the national question is because <laughs> undercurrent is there. In fact, at the Labour Party National Summit in December 26, I was there. Mr. Peter we were also there and other people were there. The man could not even in his was even saying that he could not understand how in three months they have gathered so much momentum. The lacuna has been there. The left, mm -hmm. the official left, left that face to the liberal elements and they made a good uh, deal of it. Now, the final point I want to make is that the NSAS wave also was also critical to the, my success in the theory of Sakura constituency. Absolutely. Don't forget that's where it happened. Why yeah. is it that Labour Party always in other constituencies across the country? Or mm -hmm. even in Lagos, they did not gallantly in many other, in fact, only one, maybe only three in Lagos. Mm -hmm. Understand? Yeah. So, well, that's out of 20 something constituencies. So, it was where the location and it confirmed our perspective correct that because of our little influence, we should position ourselves in the theater where we are domiciled anyway, uh, from time as an organization, and mm -hmm. then use that as basis of reaching the, the consciousness of the young people who are already ready to punish the APC for all the crimes they, they committed on the 20th of October 2020. Now, yeah. going as a left, as a leadership of the left in this country, uh, we will call ourselves the revolutionary left, the, the unknown left, the, the, so to speak, <laughs> the mm -hmm. unofficial revolutionary left. <laughs> that trying to, we, we, we are discussing, as I have said, the, the PRP has affiliated with us yeah. in COPA, uh, the AAC is also with us. We are going to launch very soon a left front. Mm -hmm. A left front. We are in Baoshi, which was, if you remember Baoshi, Baoshi is one of the, uh, uh, is like the origin of the Nigerian left. Yeah. That's where you have the highest uh, yeah, the all the Baoshi discussions happen. We are in Baoshi, we are in Dutse, and we are going back to Zaria mm. very soon. We mm. go on in nationwide mobilization. What is clear is that Nigeria now faces two things, either a revolution or a counter-revolution. That's mm. the truth. Well, a coup or a conscious overthrow of this of this ruling elite by by the mass movement of the people. And I want to left front, not the left front to do that battle. Yeah. I mean, I want to throw one one final uh question into the mix. I, I think you've done an interesting breakdown of the nature. Or the the different kind of tendencies within what we call obedience. You've talked about the ethno-nationalist, ethno-federalist tendency. You've talked about the religious one, and then you've also talked about the class-conscious obedience. So, what becomes of those class-conscious obedience? Um, will they should they should they be one of the focal groups that you try to integrate within this new left formation, or yes, yes. what what is what is so their future? Because so the fact that they are called obedience means that they still see OB in some ways as a vehicle for social transformation, etc. So will they join you or will they be split? How do you see that developing? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that beautiful question. Uh, in our pre-election analysis, and it's getting confirmed correct every day. We said OB is going to disappoint this class conscious revolutionary obedience. Mm. Number one disappointment was that Mr. Peter OB formed an immediate alliance with the PDP immediately mm. after the elections were held. Those elements were appalled. If you go to their Twitter and they were really, really angry with that alliance. Mm. Then, true is that the person of Dr. Obia and leadership of the party have been trying to stop the obedience from going to the streets. Mm -hmm. He took their own defiance 
of the instruction of the of Mr. Peter Obi and leadership for that running, they have been holding the streets of Abuja to ransom, mm -hmm. and they are still going to enter more and more into the and we are already recruiting some of them. We recruited a layer of them into our organization, and we are still going to recruit more. Now, how Mr. Peter Obi will disappoint this this revolutionary obedience is that immediately is going to enter into a coalition government. Ebola met you know. It will look like as if I'm speaking nonsense. The fact it's not is on the basis of correct theoretical analysis. They did not share any fundamental ideological difference. True. They were there were personal hatred or personalities, of course. It's Inubu is widely and totally hated mm -hmm. by a whole number of obedience. So, but the fact is that under the prayer of the gargantuan crisis of capitalism now, the ruling class need a united front. They mm -hmm. need a global presidency that emerges on 29th of May, 2023. We need a, an obi like oxygen. Just mm -hmm. the same way the Goa regime needs in, in July 1966. Yeah, sure. July 1966, happening again. Yeah. It still repeats itself first of all as a tragedy and subsequently as a farce. Well, I mean, Peter B has said, I've, I have no issue with Tinubu. I'm only challenging the INEC results. Tinubu is like a father to me. I mean, quoting quoting him directly. So, I mean, yes, I, I suppose even if one doesn't go as far as you, I, there, there's some indication that these these uh, differences are not insurmountable. Historical and ideological balance sheets, Alawolawa will have to be released from Calabar prison in July 1966. To cushion the national question in the West at that time, in fact, it was called the Wide, Wide West, mm -hmm. the, the West here. They have to bring an Awolo to give that regime a form of legitimacy as the vice chairman. Mm -hmm. Mr. Peter Obi will be needed uh -huh. in the coalition government of Ebola Ahmed to save, to give a soft landing on the national question, mm -hmm. which is the biggest one, is the Afra question now. And then, as intermediary with the Britain Woods institutions. The mm -hmm. WTO, World Trade Organization, where you have the Okonjo Wellas of this world, the IMF and the World Bank, they are on the same page about withdrawal of subsidy in June. Yeah, as well as the devaluation of the currency um, critically. And there's no, there no basis whatsoever for any left currency again. We need that kind of a, of a party because the party has now gone totally bourgeoisified because it has entered into a bourgeois condition government. And of course, uh, elements like Alex Oti will be there implementing anti-worker policies and all that. So our time is very short. And mm -hmm. that is why we are starting now a left front with the APC, uh, with the AAC, uh, with the PRP and uh, other new left parties as mm -hmm. we have them, in the, including the movement of the people. We are also in talks with the movement of the people of Shemkuti. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, we are also uh, take the next step of also constructing our own party which is Socialist Equality Party mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. Comrade, this has been a really fantastic interview. I, we're very short on time, so I, I think we might need to wrap up very soon. I don't know if OEG has any final thoughts. If he doesn't, I might quickly... Be, let me let me, let me me tack on to whatever he says and say, in your coalition coming forward, will you also extend the olive branch to the official left? And then let me hand over to OEG in case he has any final thoughts. Yeah, I just want to thank Comrade Ayo for coming on and then you know enlightening us on the happenings within the labor party and all the ideological you know uh what has been going on mm -hmm. um i just want to encourage that the coalition that you want to form with other left um bodies mopa cprp 
should be encouraged and then should be made public so that people will know that we have other genuine alternatives, you know, to what they have, you know, um, on ground now, you know. So I want to commend you for the effort and things that that's been going on. Okay, just to answer your question quickly, we'll be holding the is a major summit very soon, as soon as um, events would uh, would determine. Uh, very soon, we'll make heavy. <laughs> Every publicity of that. And mm -hmm. as to the question of Mohammed uh, Said about discussing with the official left, of course, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, don't forget that um, they are now split into two, T-Palm and ASCAP. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we wrote to them for the Abuja summit last year. They, of course, were not giving any response. First, one of them wrote us a very nasty response. <laughs> and all that. But you know, quantity, quality uh, is always above uh, quantity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to reach out to them. We are reaching out to the advanced layers among them. Uh, we will definitely reach out to them. Okay. We are never known. So we will reach out to them. We will work with them as long as, I mean, within all the yeah. confines of uh, flexibility. Understood. Yeah. Comrade, thanks again for your time. And this has been a very enlightening interview. And I hope we can continue to discuss with you um, as these events develop further. Yeah.